On Thursday morning, JM and the AM at five minutes before eight o'clock. Our good friend David Mandel is in studio at JM and the AM, the uh, CEO of uh, OHEL. He is here today uh, with a special guest, Moshe, who's going to be joining us in a few minutes. And this gives us an opportunity as summer is uh, here in earnest and the camping season is about to begin. Talk about summer safety and Camp Cayley and other important aspects of what's happening in our community. David Mandel, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It is a pleasure to be here. <laughs> I appreciate that. I was just commenting to you off the air how sometimes I don't even realize it's the end of June and that summer is really upon us. And it's unbelievable. Everyone's heading to camp, not everyone, but many people are heading to camp soon, starting the summer season in earnest, as we say. And from what I hear, Camp Cayley is uh, bursting at the seams. Is that accurate? Baruch Hashem. Camp Cayley is um, sold out. Wow. Ellie Brazil, our camp director, is just a very special person. Uh, and as remarkable as it is, we are really getting calls today, yesterday, this week, last week, from people, parents whose children are saying, you know, I want to go to Camp Cayley and uh, sending us notes and giving us a call. I know it's the last minute, but is there any room to get in? We Trying would to love use to. all their influence and connections? <laughs> You're hearing from everybody, huh? Listen, that, that, and, and, and that's good. That's the way it should be. That's the way it is. We, we have relatives, we board members, and people <laughs> should call people that they, that they know. That's the way it is. But um, what ye? I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I just can't remember what what season are we in with Camp Kelly? What is this year number? This is the third year third with year? Kelly with with Ellie Brazil. This is our fifth year, fifth total of Camp Kelly. Yes. Um, so they're bursting at the seams. Wishing everybody good luck up at Camp Kelly this summer. We hope to visit at some point. And uh, this uh, this arrangement, um, maybe you have a better word, but this. Uh, the way that the camp has been uh, configured, so to speak, um, help me out with the terms, with uh, general population. Uh, we, talk, we talk about Camp Cayley as, um, as a fully integrated camp, uh, a camp with typical kids, a camp with kids with disabilities, um, sharing a bunk, uh, literally all day long together. Activities. Uh, Meals. Activities, meals, uh, davening in the swimming pool and the lake. Um, Ellie Brazil and uh, David Shavit, our assistant director and uh, the head counselors and division heads. Um, you know, camp is all about safety and fun. Safety and fun. Summer safety, summer fun. And fun, uh, both for boys and girls. July is for boys and August is for girls. Right. Um, fun includes um, both uh, the competitive spirits, competitive sports, and integration um, occurs both on the volleyball field, on the swimming pool, in the dining room, in the bunks all day long. So that kids share, kids play together. And at the same time, sports and other opportunities that kids who want to be very competitive in sports have that opportunity to do so. Right. But at the same time, during the day, they also compete with kids with disabilities. Uh, maybe the best measure, Nachum, is the significant return rate. I was going to say, and the fact that it's sold out, yeah. <laughs> the significant return rate that boys in July and girls in August come back and that we are sold out in December 
<laughs> in December. So thank God. Thank God is right. David Mandel is here. We'll introduce Moshe to everybody in just a couple of minutes. Uh, summer safety is something you and I have discussed at length uh, during many months of June in the past. Are you still on the summer safety campaign, David Mandel? We are always, always on the year-round safety campaign. And the summertime is a special time that we remind parents and encourage parents to talk to their children. Summer safety, summer fun, there's a lot of conversation about uh, the notion of uh, protecting oneself and protecting one's body, uh, which is uh, very important, and the notion of never keeping a secret and telling your counselor and the head counselor, the director, if there's anything that's troubling you. At the same time, summer safety, summer fun is about safe driving right. wherever you are, not only in the Catskills, about water safety and water fun. Uh, so the message for everyone is, especially in the summertime, safety and fun. It really goes in that order. Sometimes we tend to do things impulsively, spontaneously, that's fun but not necessarily safe. So that's what we want to tell parents. And my message every single time is don't leave it for as they're getting on that school bus or that bus to go up to camp and tell them seven things as they're saying goodbye to you and they want to get that good seat on the bus and you've got seven things to say to them. You know, remember, remember, remember because they're not listening to you anymore. They just want to get that good seat on the bus next to their good friend. Exactly. And finally, before we move into the uh, main part of our conversation, uh, there was another, thank God, successful golf event for OHEL this week. Took place on Monday, and uh, in fact, I'm right. It was successful, correct? Thank God. Uh, successful event, our annual golf event. It was sold out. Uh, 144 people play golf. If you remember, Monday was a glorious yeah. day. 80 degrees, 84 degrees. It's an 18-hole golf course. It's a gorgeous place. And one of our foursomes, Yossi Eisenberger and his friends, liked it so much that um, they skipped uh, part of dinner and just stayed on the course and played 27 holes. Because it was just <laughs> such a great afternoon. All right. Boy, oh, boy. That's, a, that's quite an endorsement. <laughs> yeah, we, want, we want to thank our chairs, Michelle Salzberger and Morty Schwartz, Jonathan Marks, Ben Englander, Izzy Kaufman, uh, one of our sponsors, Mark Hershkowitz, they just did a great job in a sellout day to Robert Katz and our development team. Just a wonderful job. Thank you to everyone. David Mandel is here. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app. David Mandel, help me introduce Moshe to the audience if you don't mind. Moshe is a gentleman who um, will talk about himself. He's uh, connected to Ohel in a few different ways. Uh, Moshe has a, some, a wonderful story to tell about himself, um, his relationship to Ohel, and also give some advice to people um, who have um, a psychiatric disability, who are suffering with some emotional issues, about not being alone, about the safety 
of seeking help right. and getting help and participating in the community. So it's really a pleasure to introduce Moshe to Moshe, you. Moshe, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, uh, Nachum and David, for having me here. You recently got married, so mazel tov to yes, you. Yes, thank you. Hope your wife is tuned in. I, I believe so. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's hope everybody's tuned in. Uh, you live in Flatbush. Yes. And David says you have a great story. What is the story? Can you take us through what's been, what has been your story over the last few years? Well, uh, back in about uh, you know a number of years ago, back in 2001, I was diagnosed with a. I was I was basically living a regular life, you know, and I was a regular guy, pretty much. And I was diagnosed in 2001 with a, a psychiatric illness, uh, bipolar disorder. Right. And that kind of changed things for me. I've gone. I've been. It's been a very long, uh, long road. I've been through a lot uh, through the past few years. It hasn't been easy. Well, could you describe those years, the last 15 years? What, what, what's been happening? How have you been able to progress and get to the point where you're at now? I, I, I mean, I did, I did a number of things that Baruch Hashem have, uh, have helped me. I, 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 went to, I, I, started, I went to a yeshiva, for example. I started learning in yeshiva every night. Uh, I, went, I, started, and I, w- I went to uh, this k- place called Kadima from uh, a part of Ohel. It's a psychosocial club. They they help me uh, also, um, and uh, I take my medicine on a daily basis. The, uh, the the medicine does what? Does it it, it helps take away what and, it, it's, and it, it stabilizes you. Uh-huh. You know, it, it kind of keeps you uh, uh, you know stabilizes you and makes you feel better. Right, because before that, it, the what were what were the symptoms of your bipolar situation you would you would end up being what because of that you said the medicine makes you stable and more you know able to get through the day i assume right right right. without it you would feel what what type of emotion what type of without it uh you might have to get a hospitalization to be to be frank because you're not because the pain i mean i I, it happened because i just couldn't take the pain the pain was so great that i just i I voluntarily submit you know admitted myself because uh I couldn't take the pain. pain and when you and when you say pain, are we talking about physical pain? Emotional pain. Emotional pain, yeah. which is is which you can feel. Yeah, I feel. I feel like I feel like I can't. I can't. I just can't. Uh, I can't take it. So but it, once I went into the hospital, I felt better. Then I just felt like now I'm in a safe place, and now I just felt better. What made you look for help, or did somebody around you suggest you go for this type of help? No, I, I was feeling uneasy, and then I went to, for Shabbos to my sister's house. And then uh, I, 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 I just started feeling like something was coming, you know. How old like were you at that time? When this... Uh, this when this all started? When, when you were at your sister's house, for instance? About, uh, it's going to be soon, about two years ago. About two years ago. And, yeah. and a lot of people deal with this, I'm sure, and David, you'll tell me if I'm right or wrong. A lot of people deal with this in not as a proactive way as you did. Am I right? A lot of people will... I don't know. I was worried about something might happen, you know, that, <clears throat> that uh, who knows what could happen, you know. So I, I kind of was scared, uh, very scared, you know. So I felt like that's a safe place to go, to, uh, to the hospital, you know. All right, David? Bipolar disorder is, um, um, a lot of individuals may know it as um, a previous term, manic depressive. Right. Uh, bipolar disorder uh, is a situation that is uh, very manageable with medication. Um, people can lead a good, healthy life 
as uh, Moshe is doing, uh, successfully, uh, recently married, um, has a job, uh, which we'd, uh, we'd like to find out from Moshe what kind of work yeah, that we'll he's doing. In um, individuals, um, there are many individuals walking around today with, you know, 12%, 12% of people in this country have some type of a diagnosis, some type of a psychiatric diagnosis. Uh, a lot of people uh, joke about the fact that everyone is anxious um, and that the Jewish community has suffers from a lot of anxiety disorder. It's a Jewish illness. For those individuals that suffer from severe anxiety, who require medication, who get therapy, who get professional help, they can manage to go through life very successfully. They can manage their days. Um, but living with a severe anxiety disorder can be ev- emotionally very painful. How did your family react to all this, in addition to your sister? How did everybody else react well, to I, it? I think they weren't so accepting, uh, in a way. They, they th- in the beginning, they thought that, you know, maybe I'm talking it into myself and things like that, you know. But they've come to accept it. They've come to accept it that uh, that's the way, you know. It must be common in our community, where maybe it's common in every community. I don't want to generalize too much, but I could see where people would think that it's just, you know, in your head, so to speak. Excuse the reference. Yeah. Um, All right. So you you go ahead, and we'll we'll talk about the employment in a minute. But the the uh, the um, what David mentioned earlier, and you mentioned the Ohel Day Program Kadima is for people with psychiatric disabilities. It's located in Brooklyn, New York. It's a place for men and women over the 18 years old to learn job skills, daily life skills, socialization, and restoring skills to live independently in the community. Um, tell me about your first encounter with Kadima. Yeah, so someone, I forgot how I got in, I forgot who told me about it, but somebody mentioned, maybe a therapist mentioned it to me, but I actually went to other psychosocial clubs before that, uh, which uh, compared to Kadima, Kadima was much better than that, you know. So I f- finally I found Kadima, so I, went, so I found out about Kadima, and then uh, I started going there because I, I tell you the truth, I, had, I wasn't working and I had a lot of time on my hands and I had nothing to do. I was like basically doing nothing and I was, it was very painful just not having a job and not having what to do. So it was very difficult for me, very difficult. So finally when I went to Kadima, I had a place to go to and they also help you with job employment. And then I started going there and it, uh, it helped me, you know, it helped me a lot. Uh, what type of job did you first get with Kadima? I got a, uh, that, that's the thing. I was then, I all of a sudden I got a will, a, a feeling inside that I wanted to start working again. You know, I want to get back to work and I wanted to s- do something. So they got me a job in a kosher supermarket. So, and I was working there for about two and a half years. And, and, and I was, I was, and I was, it was a, the job, I was like, I feel like the job, like, was like exactly what I needed. You know, the guy job, like, it, it wasn't too hard. It wasn't, you know, it was just exactly what I can manage, you know, and it, it was just, it was a very good job. And uh, and then after that, I just and I'm doing my I just got, I got another job from them. They helped me get a job, which is even a better job than this job in the supermarket. I'm working in a pharmacy now, which I'm even which I'm even more happy about. <laughs> what type of work do you do there? I I help the pharmacists fill prescriptions, you know, answer phone the phone calls, you know. I took a course, you know, to be to to be a pharmacy technician. Interesting. Uh, the the difference between working and not working when you're suffering with this type of uh, situation it's terrible terrible you, you want to keep busy you know you want to try to keep your mind off your problems you know try to focus on something productive like working uh, learn torah you, there's you know there's things you can do go to go, go to kadima you just get just try to get yourself away from yourself how'd you meet your wife i, m- I met her 
through a shatchin. I, I was I was actually met through a shatchin a couple of years ago. I, I, I found out a shatchin who deals with people with disabilities, and I gave her my information. She called me back like a like a lot last year. She told me uh, happens to be she also goes to Kedi- she also goes to Kadima also. My wife went wow. to Kadima. So she told me about it. And this is not the first time that we've seen these, these, this type of marriage, right? Oh, we have, um, we have a, a, a number of married couples at Ohel, and uh, right. you, of course, um, met um, one of them, um, Yassi Simons, who's been right. on this radio program before, and he spoke about he and Goldie, who are married 21 years, right. and <laughs> they just have an amazing marriage. Uh, Moshe just used the term, try to get away Try to get yourself away from yourself. Try to get yourself away from yourself. I'm just thinking how great those words are for people who are going through a challenge, any challenge. And this morning we're talking about people with a psychiatric, with an emotional problem, with a psychiatric disability. Moshe is saying, if you're going to dwell on it, focus on the disability all the time, you're going to have a hard time succeeding. If you get away from yourself, in other words, deal with that issue and then focus on how to improve your life, you can be more successful. I think that's a very powerful message. Interesting. Um, you live in Flatbush in an OHEL-supported housing program apartment. What is that like? It's a great apartment. I'm very, ha- <laughs> very happy with it. You like the accommodations? <laughs> great neighborhood, great apartment. And, and I assume that there are people from Ohel who are checking on you once in a while to make yes, sure everything's yes. okay? Yes, yes. And other than that, it, you're operating we're, we're, like yeah. a... Independent. Like a regular young couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, it's... Um, an individual has some type of a setback. Moshe, I think you told me you were 23 years old. Yes, yes. You, you <coughs> were working at the time. You had a successful job. Some things happened. You had a setback. You also told me that you were recently hospitalized and that you considered that hospitalization a Yeshua. Recent, yeah. Recently means what? A few months ago? No, two years ago. Uh, two years ago. And why was that a Yeshua? Why was that such a salvation to because, be hospitalized? Because I, find I got sent to a hospital that's one of the best hospitals in the country and, and they, have the, they have the best doctors and they put me on great medication. They like changed all my medications. I just I got, I got back to myself again. I, I, I started feeling the way I used to feel in a way when I was twi- before I got sick and when I was 23. You know, in a way, I got back to myself again. You know. And how did you get there? I mean, and because you had been suffering from this for so many years. Yeah. How did you eventually get to that hospital? It's uh, it's, uh, it's it's amazing because I went to my sister and she lives in Long Island. Because from here I couldn't get there, so I told my sister, "Oh, I'm not feeling like I told you. Like I really wasn't feeling well. I need to I, I need to go to the hospital." She f- looked up a very good a good hospital, and she said, "Oh, let's take you to Cornell." Uh, oh, I mentioned the hospital. <laughs> Whatever. No, they won't mind. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So so, so 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 she took me to the hospital, and then and then in the hospital there in Manhattan, they told me, "Oh, you know something? We have a, an opening in our in our Jewish division in uh, in uh, Westchester in Westchester County, in or it was Rockland County, I think." Um, I'm not sure. Okay, uh, but they told me we have an opening in our in our hospital there, and and then I went there, and there just there was a, it was a, and th- and that place was just just walking in there. I felt all of a sudden I'm going. This place is going to help me. I'm going to get help. That's how I felt. Because there were some, there were people helping you before. Yeah, that. They ca- yeah, no, but th- this was this is the real thing. This was these people really cared. They re- they wanted to help you. You know, they they they, they care. They care. 
What was the difference in his care there compared to the previous years? Could you sum it up for me? Individuals with a psychiatric disability, um, Nachum, the, the anchors that they need is uh, being part of a community, good medication, um, and a good support system. Support system means family, friends, uh, therapist, uh, community places to go to. Um, individuals with a psychiatric disability occasionally uh, go through situations in, the, in which their medication needs to be reviewed. Uh, one never takes anything for granted or stays on anything too long without getting it reviewed. Um, individuals' chemistry changes. Um, so it is important to periodically, um, people go to psychiatrists every 30 days to get a renewal of their psychiatric prescription, their medications. In Moshe's situation, which is not unusual, every once in a while, um, a, a psychopharmacologist, a psychiatrist will do a complete medical medication workup and um, titrate it, change it balance it a little bit. So Moshe's situation is not extraordinary that a medication change will stabilize him, will make him feel emotionally stronger. Um, and that happens in many hospitals. Any good psychiatrist um, will do that with you. We talk about the fact that uh, people need three anchors in life. A good place to live, a good place to go to during the day, and friends. Right. For you, Nachum, for me, for Moshe, for anyone. Uh, the fact that Moshe got married recently. When did you get married, Moshe? May 8th. May 8th. Oh, wow. Yes. It's last month. I'm, I'm still on the honeymoon. Yeah, man, you know. could say that again. You just <laughs> got married. <laughs> Shona Vishona. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> You've been quoted um, uh, on a variety of issues. I'm referring to Moshe now. Um... Before I had a job, I had nothing to do during the day. It was painful. Kadima kept me busy. So um, downtime, in addition to loneliness, can be painful. Yes, very painful. Uh, Kadima is a place to go for opportunities. It's funny. I, I don't think I've heard of Kadima till today. It's amazing that, you know, <laughs> with all the work we've done with OHEL, well, I discover a new... Uh, right. Kadima is a Kadima is a word. Go forward. That's right. uh, that's the name of the program. Uh, we've talked about um, Ohel's uh, of Ohel's many programs. We have day programs for people with psychiatric and developmental disabilities. We have them on Ocean Avenue, on Avenue M, on Ocean Avenue and Avenue Z. We have them out at Beach Ninth Street in Far Rockaway, serving the Rockaway Five Town Queens community. And Kadima, located on Fort, Fort Hamilton Parkway and 60th Street, is a place for men and women with psychiatric disabilities. You can come there five days a week, all day long, a few hours a day, and you spend time with other individuals learning social skills, learning skills that can get you back to live independently like Moshe. Maybe one day get married. Opportunities for dating. We have... 63 men and women that, we placed, that we've placed in jobs through Kadima. You come there, you can spend weeks, months, or as long as you want over there. And one of the skills that our staff will teach you, Ariel Tights and, and, uh, and the staff there, is how to live a life, how to get back to yourself. 
We have people working in supermarkets and pharmacies, in lumber yards, in pizza shops, um, accounting jobs, bookkeeping jobs, just living a life, living a good, healthy, normal, stable life. Pretty amazing. And who heads Kadima? Is that the name? Ariel Tights is the um, director of Kadima. Uh, people can call OHEL's main number and speak to our access staff, our intake staff. Anyone can call OHEL's main number, 718-851-6300, and really talk about the kind of services that they're looking for. Uh, before this all started when you were 23 years old, you said. Yeah. Before that, uh, and again, excuse the term, because I don't know what language I'm supposed to or not supposed to use these days, uh, did you have a regular teenage years did you have a where you are no i i was a a, a loner you know i was like i you know what i mean i was i i, I was like but uh, to your i didn't have many friends but to your classmates were yeah i was a regular regular, uh, regular they, they would all say that you were yeah a regular kid so to funny speak. funny a funny kid i think people used to remember me as i right. speak you know good sense of humor good sense of humor yeah and um would you describe what happened to you uh at 23 years old as sudden as something that happened over a period of months, as something that you discovered, you know, or uncovered about yourself? Like, how would you describe... No, it's like some... I felt like some kind of, like, disconnection happened with me. Something just disconnected all of a sudden, in suddenly. An, in an instant? In an instant, yeah. No, I mean, I've, I was falling... I was getting I was getting depressed. I felt myself getting getting depressed. Then all of a sudden, something instantly happened to me because I was, do, I was going through a change. I was in the process of leaving my job and going to yeshiva. I wanted to go back to yeshiva at that time uh, uh, so the change you know, all of a sudden I just got like I, j- I got shocked like there was a change it's something uh, that's disconnected overwhelmed me I don't know and then I just I broke down yeah you know um, and as I said earlier I don't think it's a and this is why it's so important for people who are friends and relatives of people who might change their behavior uh, not everyone deals with it in the proactive manner that Moshe dealt with it and I think it's so important to point out We've spoken so many years about the issue of stigma, that word in which people are afraid to seek help because what will the neighbors think of them? What will the community think of them? You know, we can't get into anyone's head and we can't so easily say to people, don't worry about it. You know, everything will be okay. You you can't say that to people. You can't be in anyone else's shoes. Um, we, you know, we teach, we teach our staff, we advise our staff, never say to somebody that's hurting, I know how you're feeling. Mm. I understand what you're going through. No one could ever understand what someone else is going through unless you've gone through the exact same thing and no two people go through the exact same thing. But what we do say to people is it is more important to seek help than to worry about the stigma because eventually eventually you will need to seek help for your family member that's what I want to say I also felt like a little bit you know oh I have to go to I'm going to come to Kadima it made me feel a little bit different you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. but I felt like is it I'd rather be well you know maybe I I can get married I can get a job you know I'll I'll be well I'll be a, a, a productive person you know, so who cares about that? You know what I mean? Who cares about the stigma and everything? You know that that's. Uh, I want to do. The, I want to. I want. I want to have a. Fu- I want to have a family. You know, I want to have future generations. You know. Yeah. Well, people still care uh, about it. Mo- uh, Moshe, there are people out there. There are parents out there who 
are afraid to get help for their kids, afraid of what the neighbors would say. What advice do you have to these individuals? You, uh, they, they should they should do it. I mean, they should get help for the, it. Doesn't matter what the neighbors think. You know, you got to do the right thing. You know, you got to if you care about your child, you, you're going to do the you should do the right thing and uh, get help for them. You were quoted as saying uh, that that your message to people who have emotional pain is to never give up. Yeah. Um, were there times where you were ready to give up? Or yeah. Were you? I think I think before the Yeshua happened, I already basically in a way I was already ready to give up. I was already like I was like, it came to a point already. I said that uh, I, I can't go anymore. It's like too much already. I'm tr- you know. And then that, and that once I, I got to that state, all of a sudden things turned around. Uh, then all of a sudden the, I felt myself get uh, just a Yeshua. I don't know because of that visit to the hospital and meeting yeah. the people there who took care of you in that. Situation. Yeah, yeah, and, and the job and everything right. all together, and I just. I felt all of a sudden like thoughts of being normal, like normal thoughts were coming into my head. How does your boss treat you? Good, good. I'm ha- very happy. It's very nice. And they're happy? The people yeah. in charge there at yeah, the pharmacy yeah, yeah, yeah. are very happy with your performance? Yeah, yeah. You know, here's a situation. Uh, Moshe is talking about the fact that it was the medication that was able, that stabilized them. Right. Gave him a Yeshua. Right. Gave him the door. Right. And then he was able to get back to himself. Right. And today he's working in a job. Well, he touches medications all right. day long. I was thinking of that, by the way. <laughs> That's interesting, isn't it? Well, it, it, it's like it's like the Yeshua not only not only helped get him get him into a place that he felt healthy and stable, yeah. and he was able to get married. But now he's dealing with medication. He's surrounded yeah, it's, it's, by medication. It, the pharmacy is a place of health. Somehow, you know, it's a good environment. Wow, <laughs> that's a good quote. <laughs> we think of a pharmacy as a negative place. Yeah. And Moshe thinks of a pharmacy as a as a healthy place. Until today, I thought of it as a negative place, <laughs> but now I've met Moshe. Um, <laughs> for those curious, I, I don't think you mind me mentioning. I don't know if I said it before. Now you're 39 years old at this point. No, I'm going to be 39 on August 2nd. Oh, Mazel Tov! Happy okay. birthday! And um, I I would assume that if your future uh, would continue like this, you know, nice married life, uh, good job, uh, still visiting Kadima, correct? Am I right or not? That um, uh, not at this point. Okay. Uh, at, at this point, Moshe really doesn't need. He's on his own. Kadima, he's on his own. Right. If things would continue like this, I guess you'd be very happy. Yeah. Just you wanted this to keep going. Yeah, I liked you know, yes, exactly. Keep going up. Keep going up is right. The the um the the support, if I may, Moshe, the support that Moshe gets from Ohel is he has a case manager, a social worker, right. as you said earlier, that visits with him, how often? Once a week? Once every two weeks? I think, yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. So if Moshe needs anything, he's got a, a place to turn to. Uh, Moshe and his wife essentially live on their own. That's it. Who's the Shadchan? Or is that not public information? Is it public information who the Shadchan is for people with special uh, situations? I'm sure there are people in this audience who want to know the answer. Oh, to that I don't question. know who Moshe Shatkin was. Um. Well, you said it was somebody who specializes in this, right? Was no, she, know, yeah, she, she, she knows people, you know, with disabilities. Right. Uh, uh, there are individuals out there who specialize. Uh, oh, I thought there was one. There's no, more than no, one. There, there are people from here and in Israel 
who specialize uh, in shatchanes for people with psychiatric disabilities, um, just like there are shatchanim that specialize for individuals with medical issues. Um, as you know, Nachum, we at Ohel uh, do this work. Uh, we don't consider ourselves shatchanim. Right. We consider ourselves providing opportunities for individuals that uh, we have individuals that get together um, every single week for social opportunities. Men meet women, and we provide them help, we provide them support, and we provide them dating opportunities, social opportunities. And if the situation results in marriage, that's great, but uh, all is not in the Shadchanis business, yeah, all is in the right. opportunity business. Right, understood. David Mandel, CEO of Ohel, the uh, salute today goes out to the people who are in charge of Kadima. Kadima is the Ohel Day program for people with psychiatric disabilities. It's located in uh, Brooklyn for men and women over the age of 18. They learn job skills, daily life skills, socializations, and restoring skills to live independently um, because many people with psychiatric disabilities are not working and have very limited options where to spend their days. So today we salute our friends at Kadima. David Mandel, wishing you a happy, healthy, and safe summer, of course, and I thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Nachum, and to you too, and to you and Stacy, um, as um, you're going through some some changes that you <laughs> described to me earlier, <laughs> you should have an anxious-free, worry-free summer. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> That's what happens when there's an empty house. <laughs> anxious-free and worry-free, I'm sure. And... <laughs> Uh, Moshe, thank you so much for joining us. A pleasure meeting you. Mazel tov again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mazel it's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate that. And I'm sure, in addition to myself, you were an inspiration to a lot of people this morning. So thank, thank you for you, that. Thank you. And have a wonderful summer. More coming up. You're listening to a Thursday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM.